You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats. I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. Kaylee, welcome. Danny. Another month. Another month. Another Zap Chats. What have you been playing lately? I've been mostly playing Pokemon Arceus Legends. Nice. Um, I have been playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and that has been phenomenal, as I expected Aww. it to be. <laughs> Um, I do have to say, though, that the story is not quite as intriguing as the last game. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn is the entrance to, you know, like, the introductory to the world and the characters and the, like, concept storyline stuff. And all that is already done. So, like, you don't have any of that initial wonder of the world where now it's just a what's happening now but, like, the first game had this, like, awe about it of this, like, what did happen to the people and what, <laughs> you know, who, 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 what are these machines here for? Where this game doesn't have all of that, but it still looks beautiful and it, it plays really, really well. And it is, like, an extension to the first game. So, to that extent, like, it still is really good, but I feel like the story in the first one yeah. was stronger. How far, how many hours you got in so far? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, Maybe like 20, maybe. I'd say story-wise, I'm about halfway through the game, according to Lori, who's beat it. I mean, shoot, she beat it within the first week of it being out. So (laughs) luckily, she didn't spoil it too much. I told her to play it during uh, me working. So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Good stuff. Um, So I don't really know what to talk about today uh we have state of play that we can talk about um maybe a little bit of what we're planning on playing next which tends to always change from month to month but you know we'll talk about it we'll see how it goes (laughs) so (laughs) sony did their state of play um like a couple days ago i think it was it was it was on your birthday by the way kaylee happy birthday thank you i'm 25 again this year oh nice yeah i've yeah i turned 25 last year um i think i'm gonna turn 25 again this year nice uh, sometime around june so that'll be fun oh <laughs> but yeah i don't know how our, our, our parents managed to work that one out but it's know? yeah i mean it must just run run in our genes i think my i think mom just turned 25 uh last year too so it's nice. it's weird <laughs> wonderful we're all the same age now finally <laughs> so yeah um state of play came out um it was last wednesday yeah i mean it would still be last wednesday if you're listening yep. to this when it launches on or when this episode airs on the 15th uh but yeah the 9th so, um, I'll kind of go through some of the games. We can talk about our thoughts about them. There's not a ton of them. Um, the first game was, um, Exoprimal. Dinosaur zombie game? Yeah, the dinosaur zombie game. Kind of weird. Um, I don't really know. I don't know. It's probably not a game that I'm super into, but somebody out there will be, I'm sure. It's dinosaurs. You can't really go wrong with dinosaurs necessarily. <laughs> I suppose. Well, I mean, I <laughs> I guess you probably could. Yeah, uh, you, you definitely could. <laughs> um, the next one was uh, Ghostwire, which actually looked really cool. Yeah. That looked pretty cool. 
it was like I, a first person um like magical wielding shooter. first person sh- yeah yeah kind of a shooter game yeah yeah i think so um but yeah i'm i'm totally down with that game that looks pretty cool it reminds that me interesting it reminds me of infamous where you're like shooting like lightning out of your hands nice um anyway uh strangers of paradise which we knew was coming that actually airs friday or that that releases on friday releases, yeah so I d- <sighs> yeah this game this game is it's- tough to me like i want to be interested in it because it has the final fantasy title but it just doesn't look that good like it just doesn't Final Fantasy Dark Souls? You don't want to play it? Ah, uh, but is it though? Like, I don't know. It might be, but it might be really good too. Like, I don't know. Brandon, I think Brandon kind of wants to play it. I I also kind of want to play it, but I also kind of don't. So I don't know. Maybe if Brandon plays it and he likes it, maybe then we'll play it for a podcast episode. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the reviews turn out. <laughs> Um, so then the next one they talked about was Forspoken, which we got the announcement, I think just early last week that they moved Forspoken from being released like March 25th out to October. So this actually makes a lot of sense because the game, they haven't been pushing this game marketing wise at all so obviously they had been planning on pushing it out for a while now but maybe they just locked down a date um but it works out in our favor just because we have other games that we want to play so with it being in october maybe we can work stuff around so we can play that as soon as it releases but i'm really excited for the game they did uh they did do a new trailer for it um it really just i think it showed more of the gameplay more than anything else um, not much for story really at all. Uh, but the gameplay looks great. Like it, I, I was telling Kaylee before this, it looks just like if you merged Horizon Zero Dawn and Final Fantasy together, it looks like that kind of game. Like it's, it's very action based. It's very like female perspective, but also like a badass female main character <laughs> with this like, you know, awesome ability in the world. And I don't know. It, it looks, it looks cool. I'm excited for it. Uh, next, they talked about a Gundam game. I, I mean, Dude. it's Gundams fighting. Robots fighting with fleshy pilots. Yeah, yep. Um, <laughs> then then they had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. Looks really good. It looks like they're doing all of the like NES and SNES era games all into one like collection. Um. I don't know what all they're going to release it on, but I mean, obviously it's in state of play, so it's going to be on the Sony uh, PS5 in some way, maybe PS4 as well. Um, but I really want to see this as a physical edition, and I want it on the Switch. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that I mean has potential to be pretty cool. Um, then they went into Giga uh, Blast? No, Bash. Giga Blast... <laughs> This is like Final Fantasy XI all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's it's Gigabash. Gigabash. Um, it's really like a bunch of monsters fighting like four-on-four style, like arena style. Um, 
I it, it kind of looks like maybe a Godzilla game, like where all the monsters are really big and they're just like smashing around in the city. Um, we actually did a thrift shop game uh, of Godzilla not too long ago, oh, where it was yeah, just one on one. And it was like we were trotting around through the city, like just beating each other up as monsters. So like it kind of looks like that, but on like a bigger, like four player scale. Um, then they talked about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, they, they have like a all stars battle thing again, just a PVP fighter game. Um, but based off of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which I mean, if you're really into that anime, that's awesome, but I've not seen it. So like, whatever. Um, then they did, uh, Trek to Yomi. Um, that was the black and white samurai game. It kind of had a cool aesthetic, but it looked very gory. So maybe not something Kaylee would be interested in. No. Um, I don't know. Like it looked very interesting. I'd be curious to know if they're gonna do like, um, an English translation of the game or if it's just going to be like, um, traditional Japanese, uh, movie style that's kind of what it looks like looks like that's the direction they were going for was like a old like japanese samurai cinema movie you know uh then let's see where's my list oh returnal um i'm gonna be honest i don't even remember this one oh yeah, yeah yeah this was the one that we said looked like um if spirits, if Final Fantasy Spirits Within made a movie, it would be this. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. It kind of looked like um like a Half Life spinoff sort of deal. Like you're in the suit, like fighting aliens or something, climbing this tower, and like maybe the character dies every time, and then she gets reborn into a new level. I don't know. It looks it looked weird. Uh, then we had oh. Dio Field Chronicle, which was that Square Enix game. Um, not a fan of that. That looked like a mobile game. Which is sad because, you know, Square Enix and we want to support Square Enix, <laughs> but like make better games, Square Enix. So there's that. <laughs> um then the like crown jewel, in my opinion, yeah. was uh the Valkyrie. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Il ilf ilisum ilisum ilsum. Um, Valkyrie profile. E y or e l y. Elysium. Elysium. Yeah, that sounds right. So essentially, it's a Valkyrie profile game. Um, the first Valkyrie profile came out in 1999, and then they made a second one that came out. I don't know, maybe. 2005 somewhere in that time frame um and then they made one for the three uh ps no sorry um 3ds that was valkyrie profile ah crap the, I don't... Co- the covenant plume yeah yeah that one covenant of the plume something like that um we haven't played any of them for the podcast um i think did you did you be valkyrie profile back in the day I never officially beat it. I got to the end, but I could never overcome the the final boss. Final, yeah. Um, I played through maybe the first disc and then stopped. I mean, we never really owned the game until 
I got older and then I bought a copy of the game for $30. If you look that up, that game is like $400 now. <laughs> but um, we just rented it at the movie store like every every week oh, yeah. during during the summer. So like that was a hot game for, I don't know, yeah. uh, one summer in the early 2000s. So, um, you know, we, we had some nostalgia playing that game and... I'm really interested to play that game again and actually beat it. (laughs) So, and that that's the end of state of play, but that does lead into what we want to play coming up. Um, let me pull up my spreadsheet tentative schedule. So right now I have horizon forbidden West, which we're playing right now. We should have that one done by the end of the month so we can review that in April. So April 1st, look out for that podcast episode. Afterwards, we're going to start playing Pokemon Arceus. Um, I'm really excited for that as well. I know that you've already been playing it quite a bit. Um, But yeah, I'll be picking that up. I'm planning on streaming that as well. So if you want to check that out. I mean, I'm streaming Forbidden West right now. So like, obviously, if you're into Forbidden West, you can check me out over there. But um, it's just Zap Knight in Twitch. So if you look up Zap Knight, you should be able to find me over there and follow along and hang out and say hi. Um, But yeah, Pokemon Arceus, we'll we'll start that in April. Um, Next on the list was supposed to be Forspoken because that was the original release date was in March. So we should have had, yeah, we should have had it. No, you know what? I wrote down May. So maybe it was supposed to be in May that it was released originally. In any case, it's not releasing in May. It's releasing in October. So Forspoken will then be replaced with maybe Valkyrie profile. Maybe, maybe final fantasy 12. Maybe. <laughs> that's that's kind of the that's kind of the way the direction we're thinking of heading. Um I mean obviously that's a few months away. That that rev- we would be playing that in June. So, you know, that's a few months away. Um playing that game in June for July 1st podcast episode. Uh but then, you know, obviously we'll move on from there playing something else. Yeah. Um I really would like to get Valkyrie profile in soon. I had yeah, like yeah, yeah. I had made a stream layout and everything like I'm years sorry. ago. And then we abandoned the idea and moved on to something else. And you know, every time it's like we get right on the verge of wanting to play it, and then it's like, mm, no. And then we play something else. <laughs> well, I know it's it's a huge time commitment. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I am excited now to play it, though. It's been enough time where I really want to play it. I have down the Valkyrie Profiles only a 40-hour game. Granted, that's like 50-hour and Danny and Kaylee time, but, you know, <laughs> still, like, that's doable in a month. You know, we could do it in a month and a half if we needed more time, but, like, you know, that's doable in a month, I feel yeah. like. I mean, I, I'm doing Horizon Forbidden West. I'll have that thing done, you know, probably in a... Uh, yeah. real soon um, granted I've been playing quite a bit so you know obviously having it done by the first shouldn't be a problem but you know I'm I'm just I'm so excited to know the story that I'm like pushing through this game like okay. the fact that I've gone through the weekend without playing it is surprising <laughs> so yeah we'll have that thing done soon and then we'll be moving on to Pokemon and I'm really excited about that game too yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of something. It. Oh, yeah. No. Chocobo GP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. Okay. So, tell, tell me oh, the details. Well, I have not read a whole lot, but a lot of people right now are upset because it is basically a $50 free to play game on the Switch, like a mobile <laughs> game, but on the Switch. Because mm. I guess it had got quite a few microtransactions within the game. And I. I don't, I don't know a hundred percent, but I don't, I, I don't think it's necessary, but they've got it all over the place where you can advance further in the game faster kind of stuff. And I guess a lot of people are upset and not wanting their kids to be bugging them about all that stuff. Mm. But, uh, I guess as an apology, Square Enix said that they were going to hand out 500 mithril points as an apology in regards to it. I think they're going to make some kind of formal, like word about it or something, but I thought it was I thought it was kind of lame that the problem is the you know the in-game currency and their solution is here just have some in-game currency to make yeah, it better. Yeah, that's kind of crappy. <laughs> I was really excited when they announced this game quite a while ago because like, um, what was the original Chocobo? Oh, Chocobo, Chocobo Racing. Racing, yeah. Chocobo Racing was so fun. In fact, I still have a copy of Chocobo Racing. It was the original. So we played Chocobo Racing from the movie store back in the day. I actually bought that copy from the movie store because they were liquidating a whole bunch of PlayStation games. And I'm like, oh, I want this. It didn't have the cover or anything. But yeah, I have Chocobo Racing and I loved that game. Like we played the crap out of that game back in the day. So like to see this game come back with better graphics and, you know, new new tracks and all that. I was excited. But then to have this announcement that, you know, it's. Yeah, well, I, the way I understand it is they have the premium season passes in it. There's microtransactions like crazy. And I guess this premium currency, the Mithril points, actually have an expiration date. Oh. So if you purchase these points, they are perishable. <sighs> Man. Isn't that garbage? It I'm reminds- sorry, but that's a huge cash grab right there. That's terrible. It reminds me of the disappointment that was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles when they re-released yes. that on the Switch. Just like Crystal Chronicles had such potential to be amazing, and Square Enix was like, eh, we don't care. <laughs> and, oh man, that's so sad. Both of these games, just like, doing doing it dirty. It just sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I, it is really... It's disheartening. I was going to use this as the gateway game to introduce my kid to Final Fantasy. Oh, nice. Because he watched the trailer when it first dropped, and he was like, Oh, I want that. I mean... <laughs> you I got s- the mobile app. <laughs> you could still play the the original. I mean, you I know. I suppose, but... I mean, I'm, I don't want to spend 40, 50 bucks on something that is a freaking mobile game with Switch... With the switch, you know, for the switch. <laughs> yeah, no, I I fully agree. It's, it's just garbage to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really disappointed. I'm irrit. It kind of goes back to where games are going as far as with, you know, per- you have to purchase DLC to get the actual full game experience. And honestly, though, DLC because we put the whole freaking game in it. And 
pay us more money. You have to pay us more money. It's just bleeding us dry. And I feel I, like I, that that is a problem with Nintendo games and a problem with Square Enix right now. Yeah. Like Square Enix yes. really messed up when it came to Final Fantasy 15 with the like the way that they did DLC was just wrong. The yes. way that like for example Horizon Forbidden or Horizon Zero Dawn, they did DLC, but the DLC was like its own storyline and its own mission set and and everything. Like it was just more of what you already love. And that's what DLC should be. You love the game so much that you just want more of it. And that's that's how yeah. DLC is done right. DLC done wrong is, hey, yeah, there's huge story plot holes in this, and if you want it, you gotta pay $30. Yeah. That's garbage. garbage. <laughs> Absolutely. I well, even I I had this complaint with Animal Crossing. It's like they're giving you pretty much an incomplete game and be like, it'll come in DLC later, and sometimes you might have to buy that DLC. Now, to be fair, the Animal Crossing DLC that you bought it came with its own like the own like uh the happy home designer stuff. Yeah, and so it's like, its own that. thing. Like it's not necessary <laughs> to enjoy the game, but yeah. I have to wait for all of the like I want a complete spend this you know price tag for this what should be a complete game and they're not giving me a complete game for that price tag. That's that, I don't know. I it's I understand garbage. your complaint with Animal Crossing. However, I have this like love-hate feeling about it because like I enjoy coming back to the game and having something new every time, but I feel like the base game should have been expanded on a little bit more to be enjoyable and then expanded on more so when, you know, with updates where like they came out with the base game and it's really not great. Like if you could have every minimum. Yeah. Like if you were to play that game without any updates, it would be kind of lame. Well, you know, and now the updates make it a lot better, but it goes back to these games aren't now, you know, now they're not future proof. Like there's no way to be able to put in your cartridge of Animal Crossing and have it a complete experience. You know, you can with the DS version, you can with the Wii version, yeah. you can with the the GameCube version, but the Switch version, no. If if you yeah. require updates and the servers are down, you're out of luck. You're not going to be able to play that game. So that's, I, I mean, that's a problem that our generation is going to have to deal with eventually with the video games that are being made right now and these constant updates. Like, you know, Nintendo, what, what Nintendo should have done, in my opinion, they should have had a way to update the game on the cartridge. Yeah. Like, the cartridge sizes, I they vary depending on the game, but, like, you can... I've seen games that are, like, 50 gigs on those cartridges. So, like, I know that they can have... They can hold a lot of storage. Probably not as much as it requires to play the game, but probably enough, like, zipped up to be able to have the complete game on one cartridge Mm -hmm. so like they really should have that uh, that option to (laughs) you know update the cartridge to be playable later without having to pull down updates from the web so i mean that's that's gonna be a problem i mean we're already seeing it with ps3 games they tried to shut down the ps3 network and the fans like 
it like almost ripped Sony's head off because of it. Just because all these games that require downloads to be able to play are now unplayable. So they have to find a fix for that at some point. I I mean, we could sit here and talk about this topic the whole freaking night because it's, it's just, it's kind of a nightmare in a way. And I think really the hardest part is the only way to make it stop is to not buy the stuff but it's hard when they're coming in. Like, it, it sucks because they know how to freaking money grab and milk, you know, milk us for all we're worth. It's just, it sucks. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to buy Chocobo's GP now. Like, right. we've got to freaking make it worth it because I, it, it's the same thing with, about, like, when we watched Kingsclave and there's just Coleman stuff and, you know, all this advertisement. It's like, I don't want to be advertised to in a freaking video game I spent all this money for. Why am I being advertised to? Yeah. Yeah, they no, want I agree. to slap these expensive price tags on these games, which I understand it takes a lot of manpower. You got, you know, the graphics are amazing right now, and they've got to put a lot of time to get these games done. But then you're still milking us for more money and pushing microtransactions. I hate. I mean, everyone hates watching ads when they're scrolling through on their phone. Why do we have to put up with it in our video games too? Because we're used to it. Yes, and it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, I fully agree. I mean, okay. there's there's um, not going to be any way around it. The reality is they're going to take all the money they can from anywhere. Like, yeah. if that's Coleman or, or Cup Noodle offering to sponsor something to put in your game, like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna take full advantage of that if they possibly uh, can. The thing is, though, I would much rather spend an extra $30 a game to have my game just done. No updates, no DLC, just yep. give me the game, call it a day, I leave me alone. <laughs> well, as far as Chocobo GP is concerned, I, I realize that the point really is to be getting your money's worth, but I'm sorry, to me it reflects more as, hey, we've made this game super slow, and if it's not fast enough for you, you can pay us more to make it fast. Like, no, you need to not make a crappy game then. That's that's how it feels to me. You intentionally made this slow. Uh, it just depends on what the what the things are that you're paying for. Like you know, I don't, I didn't look this up, so I don't know. But yeah. you know, it, if it is like. Maybe it's just that you can skip chapters. Maybe it's they give you a, a cart that's really fast or something. But yeah, I, I mean, a, so. at any point that they're pushing the the microtransactions, it, it just gives you a bad taste in your I, mouth. In my opinion, it should not even exist in this kind of game. It just shouldn't. Microtransactions should... It, it should go... Here's here's the appropriate purchasable DLC content for this game. Right. Downloadable characters, downloadable tracks. That's it. Yeah, no, I agree. I shouldn't have to have mithril points to unlock things or get proceed further or whatever it is for this. Like it shouldn't even exist if I have to physically purchase it with my own in-game my own currency. Right. Like, it's supposed to be for the game. Like I've already bought the game. Why am I purchasing more stuff for my game? Well, and <laughs> I feel like they'll learn their lesson when nobody buys these kinds of games. Yeah. You know, I'm guessing like, they are if they're making a formal apology, but still, to just give 500 more extra in-game currency yeah, points... That's not fixing the problem. problem. <laughs> yeah, that's not fixing the problem. You gotta, you gotta do more about that. Yeah. Well, and again, no one's gonna want to buy it. But the problem yeah. is, the problem with that, if no one buys Chocobo GP, that means that we were unhappy with that product... 
But that also means whenever Chocobo Racing comes up in a Square Enix platform, either the fans are going to freak out that it's going to be like Chocobo GP, or the developers are going to be like, ah, yeah, but the last one flopped. So, you know, essentially when they make these kinds of bad decisions, the franchise that it bases off of collapses. Yeah. So, like, you know... I mean, look at Crystal Chronicles. They did that with Crystal Chronicles. They made yeah. it, and, and it sucked. I mean, I, they didn't do the same with DLC. I mean, I'm sure they had some. But, like, because they did it, it dirty, <laughs> every time Crystal Chronicles is brought up now, either the fans are going to revolt, or the developers aren't even going to take on the project, thinking that, well, the last time we did that, it failed. Right. So, like, it's it's a lose for everyone when games turn out bad like that. It's just, it's, it's a pity. Yeah, that really is what it kind of just boils down to. It's just a freaking pity. Yeah. It's too bad. It really, you know, Chocobo Racing was a cute game. I think, especially for Final Fantasy specifically, because we are hardcore fans. Like I said, I wanted to use this to introduce my kid to Final Fantasy. Like this was the gateway. And he was so, you know, kids love Mario Kart. They love Mario. And this is... Final Fantasy Mario Kart to my kid. Right. And it, it's just a pity. I don't know. I'm sad about it, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. I mean, it's it, it's the same for me. Like, yeah. I was really excited for this game. I felt like Chocobo Racing really needed a new game to, you know... Yeah. It, really give us that experience in this day and age of good graphics and, you know, these characters that are still loved and, you know, in this new platform. But yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to do the fans dirty like that, none of us are going to, nobody is going to benefit from that kind of choice making. It does give me hope if they are acknowledging that the fan base is upset, if they're at least publicly acknowledging it. You know, it it makes me feel a little bit better that at least some of us are making the statement of, no, I'm not. I mean, that's why I'm not purchasing it personally. I don't yeah. want to have to worry about this stuff. But, you know, at least we there is a general outcry of this is garbage. This is a free to this should be a free to play mobile game with purchasable stuff, not this garbage. It shouldn't be on or, Switch. Or that's they, the case. Yeah, or they deliver a full game that's complete yeah. and playable with add-on DLC that is literally yep. just add-on. It's yeah. just, there was so much potential that I it was anticipating, and mm-hmm. that's pretty sad, man. I mean, same thing went with uh, with Crystal, Crystal Chronicles. Chronicles. I mean, we had the yeah. same conversation. Yep, we really did. It's a shame. You know, it's hitting us in the nostalgias for both of these games, and for it to do that is it's sad. It I mean, is. look at Strangers of Paradise, too. I mean, not really looking forward to that game. Not really. Well, and, and I think that they did that. I think they did that game funny just because their advertising really didn't clarify exactly what it is. Like, I think that's where my hesitation is on Strangers of Paradise. Like, I have no idea what this game is. Like, I have an idea. I I have, like, a concept that potentially it could be, like, a retelling of Final Fantasy 1, which could be really cool. But, like, the way that they've done the advertising, I just, I don't have any idea where they're going with this game. You know, is it going to be its own story? Is it just retelling of, of the original? Is it 
it, is it something else entirely? Like, I just, I don't want to put my money down on something that is yeah. kind of a gamble, you know? I mean, Where, to me- what's funny is, Forspoken doesn't feel that way. You know, Forspoken looks and feels like a finished product. Where, like, yeah. Strangers of Paradise looks like it, it could be a finished product, but, like, I don't know. Like, I they haven't given us enough information to be excited about that game. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of how I felt about 16. I don't know. I... To me, I I realize that there's not a whole lot of information, but if you're going to release a trailer, the point of the trailer is to make your fans excited. I'm not even yeah. excited for 16. Not really. Well, again, that's a ways out yet. So, I mean, hopefully by the time I, 16 I releases... Final Fantasy in general, and I'm not too impressed right now. I'm kind of, I mean, I was excited for 15. I know a lot of people aren't crazy about 15, but it still was like the last thing I remember being most excited about because Crystal Chronicles flopped. Chocobo GP right now is looking like a flop. Not crazy about uh, the Paradise game. And 16 is just kind of, eh, whatever. Of course, there's not much information. Right right now, it's not looking good. (laughs) Well, wasn't, isn't 14 supposed to be like really good? I I do take that back. But yes, but it's 14. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's I I understand. My opinion. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if we're gonna when we start looking at fourteen, like that's uh just like eleven, a behemoth of a game to concept to to try and conceptualize playing any of it. <laughs> like I'll be telling you right now, though, I would much rather play Final Fantasy fourteen than Strangers of Paradise. <laughs> you know, I agree. <laughs> 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 I I want to be excited for Strangers of Paradise because it's a Final Fantasy title, but like I'm just not. And like it, yeah. it really has I really feel like it has a lot to do with the way that they've advertised it. Like it just yeah. they haven't put out a um a trailer that has been like, "Oh my gosh, this looks amazing." Like there's just not enough information yeah. on it. And like, even then, you know, this game is releasing literally next week. Like this, this week yeah. it's releasing <laughs> this week. And like, I don't know anything about the story. Like normally they do like a, a story trailer and then they do like a gameplay trailer and then they do like a, or, you know, the, the original announcement mm-hmm. trailer. So like normally by now you have several trailers to give you an idea of what's going on in the game. And yeah. I have no idea. Like I, I know the complay, the the gameplay looks similar to like Final Fantasy fifteen. You know that kind of um, action gameplay style. But like yeah. that's about it. Like and otherwise, I have no idea. So I don't. I, not enough information there for me to run out and get the game. Also, as far as I know, it's not physical release. So like that already turns me away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see how they handle 16. Um, I mean, there's talk of there's there's very min- minuscule rumors going around that like potentially Sony could buy out Square Enix, and if that's the case, then who knows where the franchise will yeah. go. But I mean, you know, 
obviously that hasn't happened yet. And I don't, there's no official statement on anything like that, but you know, if that were to actually happen with the way that Sony and Microsoft have been buying, um, studios, like it would be interesting to see where things are taken. But I mean, they're always going to keep making final fantasy games. They're always going to keep trying to expand on previously released final fantasy games that, the Strangers of Paradise thing isn't that surprising to me. I'm just more surprised that there's so little information on what this game really yeah. is. So until I get more information about it, then maybe I'll make a, a judgment call on if we want to try and play it. Maybe it'll get a ton of hype and it'll look really cool. But right now, I'm not yeah. not super interested. Oh, man. You know, but the good news is we still have all these nostalgia games to play. We still have all these great classic RPGs that we can pick up. We haven't even touched the Tales series, like, at all. So, like, there's so many games that we, you know, this literally this podcast could go on forever. Like, there's so many games for us to be able to play that even if we never bought another game you know, released from this point on, we have so many games in the backlog that are fantastic games to pick up and play. So I'm not worried about the future. <laughs> they can't, they can't take those nostalgic games away from me. They can, they can butcher the final <laughs> fantasy seven story. They can do whatever they want to the, to the final fantasy franchise, but you can't take away the originals. So they're still fantastic. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, well, yeah. have we rambled on enough? I think so. <laughs> have we um let have, it all out? Yeah, let it all out. <laughs> Today I was a so. very complainy kind of podcast episode. Guys, I'm I've so been sorry. Penting up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully Kaylee can get that released and we can move <laughs> on to play some Pokemon Arceus next month. Um but guys, stay tuned. Um, coming up April 1st, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm pretty sure Lori's going to be doing that with me unless Kaylee can crank it out in the next two weeks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, thanks again for listening to this podcast episode and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>